It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What to do, what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. How you doing, bro? I'm good. No, no, tell me, tell me why you good, bro. Man, I'm just good, bro. Tell me why you good, man. I'm good every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you didn't ask me how I'm doing, though. How you doing? You didn't see, even give me a chance. See, see, that was a test, bro. All right, what's up? How you doing, bro? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling blessed. It's another episode. This is episode 27. Why are you it's blessed? episode why are you 27, man. It's All episode right, yeah. 27, man. We made it this far. Um, you know, I'm always going to obviously shout out the listeners, but before I do that, for the first time, listeners out there, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where, man, you know, we're focused on cultivating the culture, right? Yeah. Um, strictly that and that only. Uh, we do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, right? And, and, and them staying on the up and up and, and going after what they want, right? Yeah. Relentless. Always. You know that was the name of Amazon before Amazon was, was built. It was Relentless. What? For real? Yeah, yeah, man. Fun fact of the day. How you know that? Don't worry about it. I read. I read some. Sh- I, I read. I read here and there. All right, man. Don't 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 quote me on my sources. But, um, yeah. For those of you first time listeners, thank you. And for the listeners, man, the supportive listeners, the committed listeners, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys, man. Let's keep this thing going. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it rocking. Um, for those of you who do want to continue listening and supporting this podcast, you can find all the episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just type in the Up and Up Podcast. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, subscribe, yeah, like, like it too. too. All that, man. All that. All that support. We love it. Um, also, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the at underscore the up and up um, to stay tapped in with everything we got going, man. I'm f- I'm feeling good right now, bro. I'm feeling good right now, man. We hell got yeah. we, we gonna have a we gonna have a hell of a show tonight, right? Yes, sir. We gonna have a hell of a show tonight. Um, now I also do want to reiterate, as you can see here on the table, we do have uh, the limited edition Cultivate Culture Dad hats. You can get those. Just go ahead and hit us up. Hit us up at underscore the up and up on social media. Online store coming soon. Now, getting that out the way, um, man, you know, we never come up short with the guests that we bring up on this show. Tell them. Never, right? Um, and I think I think all the consistent listeners, you know, they're, they're pretty used to that by now. We always bring a compelling story, a good narrative up here, mm-hmm. you know, a hustler, you know what I'm saying? Someone who's doing their thing out here um, in Seattle and beyond. Um, and today's guest, I would say, how can I describe this man? Let me see. Let me see. Um, I would Do say it, I would say he's a man who's who's consistent grind and hustle um, has allowed him to create countless experiences and events for his people. Right. Um, I would say he's a young boss who's who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up. Right. Obviously, mm-hmm. otherwise he wouldn't be here with us tonight. Um, you know, from what I've been able to see and from from what others have been able to witness, he's a prolific DJ. Um, who's actually owned his own media company at, since the age of 16. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Um, his hustle has allowed him to DJ across the country at count, you know, for countless artists as well as festivals. Um, some, some notable artists that he's been able to work with, uh, just to name a few, Eric Bellinger, uh, The Migos. We're going to pray for Offset. Lil Boosie, Lil <laughs> Boosie, <laughs> uh, Pitbull, and many more, man. And 
you know, I would say he's also a representation of what it means to stay committed uh, to progress, right? And, and continuing yeah. that, that vibe of positivity. He's a positive brother, man. He's doing a lot of great work out here. So I'm going to just get straight to him, man. Our guest is none other than the consistent curator of culture, Bobby Akinboro. Did I, did I pronounce yes, that sir, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. AKA DJ Blast. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? How you doing, man? <laughs> Good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. Hey, thank you for coming to the show. Man. Of course, of course. Anytime. We we appreciate you, man. We appreciate the work you're doing. Now, if you're familiar with the show, um, as you know, most people in here are, we always start to show off with the quote of the day. For sure. Right? Quote of the day, just to get the vibe right, get the mood right. So you know, quote man, quote man. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us today, my guy? Uh, all right. The quote for the day. Yeah. Is the whole difference between construction and creation is exactly this. That a thing construction constructed can only be loved after it's constructed, but a thing that's created is loved before it it exists. Mm. True. What, what, who who uh, who's that quote from? Charles Dickens. Mm. Oh, yeah. you, you went back. Yeah, Mr. Dickens. Yeah, I went back. So so you know I'm asking you to run it back. You know I'm asking you to run it back. Ah, for the people yeah. in the back. For the that people was, in the that back. That was a long one. Yeah, go ahead, man. All right. The whole difference between construction and creation is exactly this. That a thing constructed can only be loved after it is constructed, but a thing that's created is loved before it exists. Mm. Mm. That's deep. That's right. That's deep. Yeah. And now, now to kind of um, give you give you a reason as to why we bring in quotes. Obviously, they're dope quotes. And shout out to you, man. You, you never come up short with the quotes, man. Man, I be trying. Bro. I didn't want to ask you where you can find them. <laughs> Don't give up the plug. Don't ask. Yeah. But the reason we bring in the quotes, uh, my guy, is because you know we always want to bring something that to tie into our guest story as well, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, for everything you're doing currently, uh, everything you've done as well, what's most important about the guests that we bring up on the show is that we show them the humble beginnings, right? Mm -hmm. We show them the journey, the process, yeah. however you want to, you know, phrase it. Um, and so for you, you know, let's take it back a little bit. Let's take it back to kind of your upbringings. Where did you grow up? Your Texas boy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, so, shout out so, Texas. So talk about growing up out there and, and kind of how that shaped, you know, what you got going on right now and everything you're doing. Okay. Uh, I'll give you the background. Um, I was born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria. Right? Okay. Oh, um, Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, and from Lagos, I moved to Dallas, Texas at a very young age. Actually, Arlington, Texas. Shout out to the Ag one time. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Arlington until I was 18 and I went to school in Lubbock, Texas, Texas Tech University. Okay. Um, shout out Texas Tech. Shout out yeah. to Texas Tech. Shout out you know, shout out shout out people, you know uh, yes, everybody sir. everybody that's from Texas knows Texas Tech is a live school in Texas. Mm, uh, that's that. just facts. Say that's that. just facts. I love my that. HBCU. Say uh, that. <laughs> you know, and so in between uh, leaving Arlington and moving to Lubbock, uh, I started a photography and videography company. You know, at the time I was a junior in high school. Okay. Um, I started selling like senior pictures. You know, and and I wanted to figure out essentially how to make money without working for somebody else. Uh, I give a lot of um, props to my brother because he wouldn't let me work at Six Flags. I was like the thing to do at the time, mm. right? Um, so I was that selling, I was selling <laughs> uh, senior pictures, and then I was selling MySpace layouts, right? Um, and I was learning HTML, I was learning Java, oh, and wow. so that's how I eventually ended up landing the job at Microsoft. Only eight years later. Oh, right? so you was so you was yeah. heavy in the, in the MySpace hustle, but what? I didn't know yeah. that I was playing with you know yeah. salaries at yeah. the time, yeah. right? Well, we talk about that too. I talk about that with my homies all the time, like. We we all could have <laughs> if we, we knew if we knew if we knew if we knew if we knew. But yeah, you know that's that's, that's how I got started um, in the entrepreneurship uh, realm. I remember uh, one Christmas, I think the Christmas I was graduating from high school, mm -hmm. my sister gave me the Adobe Suite, and at the time mm -hmm. that was CS3. But that's really how I picked up Photoshop, InDesign, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. Premiere, Audition, yeah. just the entire Adobe Suite. Shout out to your sister. Sa man. Shout out to my sister. Shout um, out to your sister. Man. You know, and that then propelled me through college. Right. Uh -huh. um, in college, that's when I picked up videography and really started 
started working on my creative set. Um, I actually worked as one of the creative directors with the College of Business at Texas Tech University okay. as a student, right? Um, mm. So I redesigned our, our marketing materials, our promotional materials, all that came, mm. you know, as I was a student in the same yeah, university. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of great platforms and things of that nature, which eventually led me uh, to Microsoft. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one of my closest friends, Dara Oki, uh, shout out to her. Uh, she's the one that eventually brought me to Seattle, um, showed me the Microsoft life, and uh, I really, really thank her for everything that she's done. Um, and yeah, now I'm here in Seattle. I've been here for three years as of January. Wow. So, welcome, yeah. my brother. Why am I saying welcome? I'm going to welcome somebody else now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do kind of want to take it back a little bit. Now, picking up a camera, obviously, it can be for, for several reasons, right? Yeah. Picking up a camera, but also picking up a camera and trying to create a business around it two separate things yes, right yes, yes um i guess like when you're in college obviously you're trying to make some money mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, <laughs> for all my broke yeah. college students out there shout out to y'all hustle, hustle, hustle. hustling <laughs> but you know um it, it, it felt like you were able to kill two birds with one stone yeah um like what was that first project like Okay, so um, talk about that briefly? whenever I first started, I just really didn't know what I wanted to do. My brother just told me I couldn't work for somebody else. That's all I knew. Th those were my guidelines, so I had to figure out a way to work for myself and start bringing in money. Um, I remember my very first paid project was one of my friend's senior pictures. I was a junior, and she was a senior at the time, mm. um, and I did it for $35. She got an entire senior photo session in a park, you know, uh, wow. and uh, that's really what, like, truly started my photography business, which mm -hmm. turned into videography, yeah. which turned into DJing. So. Mm. Yeah, the hustle grew yeah, like early. All around media company, bro. Yeah, I yeah. like it, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So That's the LLC like, is Blastography, um, yes and then under Blastography, DJ Blast resides. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yes, what sir. are what are like some of the differences between Texas and Seattle that you notice? Bro, Texas is just better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, majority like, of our listeners yeah. are from Seattle. Uh, you know, hey, Seattle, Seattle, I love you. You know, uh, you're now a third home to me, right? That's your home, um, though. That's your home. You got to yeah, rep yeah, it. You got to um, rep it. You got to rep it. Uh, Texas is, I mean, you have the Southern hospitality, uh, you have the diversity of cultures, um, you get a chance to meet people that are coming from all sorts of walks of life, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you come out to Seattle, it's a little bit different, you know? Uh, it feels like um, it, it things very, very quickly become what can you do or what can you bring to the table, mm -hmm. you know? Whereas in Texas, it feels like um, you can kick it with people that you know came from the bottom, and you keep kick it with people that came from the top. You know, um, I, I think he's spectrum. getting. I think he's getting to that term that I, I keep hearing called the Seattle freeze. Is yeah, that, yeah, is that? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, You yeah. can meet somebody you know randomly in Seattle, and you know have a great conversation with them, and then you run into them again. They act like they don't know you. Wow. Yeah. Um, whereas in Texas, if you meet somebody, next thing you know, they could be dropping you off at home like ten minutes later. Yeah. Right? Just, no, that that term has been floating around for some time now, yeah, and like yeah. the first time I ever encountered that term was a cat from Houston that I ran into at the gym and he was just trying to find a barbershop and I was like, Yo, I got you. It was cool. He's like, damn. Like he thought that was a big deal. Yeah, like me yeah, giving yeah, him yeah. my barber's phone number was a big deal. Yeah. So, um, so, but, but for you to move here, mm -hmm. right. Knowing that it was kind of hard to, um, insert yourself in the, in the community socially. Right. Um, that must have been a tough task to try to establish yourself professionally as well, right? Yes, 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 yes. So, so what are some ways you were able to do that to make that transition? Um, so I moved uh, January 2016, right? That, okay. That's when I officially started uh, in Seattle. Okay. And, you know, that's the peak of the rainy season, right? Mm -hmm. It's really dark, really yeah. gray. Yeah, yeah, uh, So what I did during that time was I bought my first set of turntables, and I started DJing in my apartment yeah. every day for, like, four and a half months. And I got connected with, like, the collective, and I got connected with a couple other, like, um, you know, black resource groups, right? Okay. And I threw my first event. 
and my first event was 75 people in Cap Hill. Mm. And, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm DJ Blast. That's, that's, not a, that's, not, that's not a bad turnout, though. Yeah, for my first know, event, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Vermillion, right? And uh, for 75 people, I was like, cool, this is fine. And then I realized that's how I started building my network in mm. Seattle, through the DJ, not through professionalism, mm. right? Um, and not through my second event, my third event. And mm. they just kept getting mm. bigger and bigger. Mm. And I was like, oh, we, we actually might be onto something here. Yeah. So, yeah. Now that DJ... That DJ game is real, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm real, saying? We, we had we've had we've had uh, we've had a DJ up here, DJ Queen Cage. Yeah, uh, we, we had some DJ talk, and um, I mean I know you probably understand what he's going through, yeah, like, trying to throw parties and stuff. Um, but for my, my question for you, and you could probably jump in on this too, being a DJ, right? Um, how much of it is skill, and how much of it is networking? Because I feel like. I, you could be the dopest DJ, but if you don't know how to network, right? Mm -hmm. How are you really going to get out there? How are you really going to get those opportunities? So talk to, because talk, there's a lot of people that listen to our show, some who may be aspiring DJs, right? Right. Or event coordinators, or, you know, they want to throw events as well. So what are some advice, what is some advice you can give to them? I would argue that network beats skill. Um, mm. You know, I think there are a lot of people in the world that are very, very skilled and never make it, right? Mm. But then there are a lot of people that aren't very skilled but make it all the way, mm. you know? Um, mm. And I think it's because of the people that you know and the people that you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. I think um, if you want to be truly successful, you have to have the right amount of skill and the right amount of network. Mm. Um, but I think in every scenario, network beats skill. But what trumps all of that is blessing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I believe, like... God just got to look over you and be yeah. like, hey, you're the one. You're you got you to pay attention to them signs. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, and, I, and I think, like, networking actually helps your skill. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because yes, yes, you yes. can run into some other DJ that's a little more better at doing this, and, and then they teach, teach you how to do that, and then you mm -hmm. get better, and then, you know what I mean? And it just keeps opening it up like that. Exactly. So, exactly. So, yeah. um, my guy, Binyam, told me a story about how uh, when you first got into photography, and maybe this is true, maybe it's not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he said you were trying to impress a girl. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, I'm good. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were looking at me like, what you about to say, bro? Man, that, that was supposed to be under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But hey, man, well, no. I just say that to say um, sometimes your intention for why you start something, you know, um, can be different than what what it, what bring what, it, what comes from it, right? For so, sure, for sure. Um, so shout out to her, right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We Big shout gotta, out. We don't got to stay on that topic. <laughs> <by it. laughs> That's just dumb. I, I want to know if it was true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, true. <laughs> now, um, you do a lot, right? You do a lot of events. But what was kind of like that first – you talked about your first event out here in Seattle. Um, how do you capitalize on those first events, right, whether they were good or bad? You said you saw 75 people, which – compared to what you're probably seeing now doesn't seem like much right mm -hmm. but after that first event was it what was that feeling like was it like i finally did it or was it like damn i wish it went better it was like whoa like it happened you yeah, know yeah, um yeah. so if i explain my experience i think i could better explain the feeling after right yeah, when ahead, i moved to seattle um you know a lot of the djs here are west coast djs right so mm. you get a lot of yg's you get a lot of e40s mm. things of that nature mm. and i'm from the south mm -hmm. so i want to listen to future thugger baby you know what i'm saying like mm. just the southern mm. dj yeah, i mean yeah. southern rappers yeah um so i wanted to create a space for those people and so when i came and i started djing in april i was like okay is there even an audience for this or am i just by myself am mm -hmm. i so when 75 people came out, i was like okay there's a market like there's people yeah. I can target that might want to listen to this music. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, again, as I started to progress, I was like, there's a bigger audience here and there's more people that I can reach out yeah. to, you know? So yeah. I'm really, really happy that um, there was a need that I was able to address. There's a science to it. Yeah. yeah there's a definitely. science to it. That's yeah. what, that's what I'm hearing. Um, you said, and I think I read somewhere on, on your website that you starting out, 
um, you, you, you spend a lot of time mixing songs, but also studying uh, crowd control tactics. Yes. Right. Yes, Am yes. I correct? Um, so Talk Travis Scott, that. Travis Scott to me is the greatest crowd control guru in the world. Right. Um, <laughs> if you've never seen Travis Scott perform, go watch Travis Scott perform. I, I, man. I, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Beef with Travis he's, dope, he's dope. I got beef with Travis, but it's cool. He's coming back. We're we going to get it right. He's not offset. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was the damn tour on and he opened for Kendrick. It was. Well, you watched that in Tacoma, didn't you? Yeah. That was probably the problem. Yeah. It, I, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a whole other podcast episode but, but, but continue please, um, please. If, you, if you ever watch Travis live you get a chance to see like a true master yeah. at work um, oh, he's dope he's and dope. so I, I actually curate a lot of my DJ sets in the same way he curates his shows um, so shout out to Travis shout out to Chase B um, because I truly believe that they've figured it out and they've gotten it down to mm. a science and again I kind of apply it the same way and I kind of get the same result and so it's like I think I think they have they're on to something you know no that's real so, so is it like you make a playlist, and then it's kind of like you're just looking at the crowd after. Or do you have just some set where you're just like, all right, I'm playing this, 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 this. Nah, you know? I have my entire music library open, yeah. right? And I'm completely vibing off the crowd. So if I, if I, as I'm looking at people, if it seems that it's going in a certain way, yeah. I'll start teasing it that way. Yeah. Or if I'm noticing like there's more people dressed in like African garments, right? Yeah. It's like okay, let's start going towards Afro beats, mm. right? You know, um, mm. you just pay attention to the people in the room. If it's a lot of older heads, like you know, 30s, 40s, all right, then you play some more 90s mm-hmm. music, right? Mm-hmm. Just trying to pay attention to the people because I feel like a lot of DJs get lost in their headphones Man, and bro. don't pay attention yeah, to everybody yeah. else. And I, I feel like you have to look at the crowd. So I actually don't DJ with headphones, mm. period. Me either. That's yeah. what's up, bro. That's crazy <laughs> because, you know, people could feel that shit. Yeah. Like, they could feel if you're actually paying attention to them exactly. or you're just, exactly. like, literally playing this song because I already have it set and exactly. I'm playing this, 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 you know? So Yeah, yeah, I refuse to do That's that. That's true, though. Yeah. I think I think there has to be a balance, too, right, with, with the DJ engaging with the audience but also, yeah. like, kind of playing the cut. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah like, yeah. hey, man, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just curating the vibe. Yeah. How do you find that balance? Are you the guy who's on the mic all the time? Yes. I talk okay. to the audience okay. consistently. Okay. Um, okay. As a matter of fact, if I DJ without a mic, I don't feel whole. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it, it feels like I, I'm not doing my entire mm. job. Uh, I don't like having an MC next to me because I actually like talking to the crowd. You okay. know? Um, okay. I feel like nobody knows better than me how to introdu- introduce the next songs that I want to play. Mm. Right. Um, but I wholeheartedly feel like crowd engagement is number one. And again, I learned that from Trav and Chase Beat. Right. Mm. I watched how they do their things and I'm like, okay, I want to learn that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then you know you 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 a b test it right. You try it, you fail, you try it, you yeah. fail until you figure out what actually works for you. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's kind of a formula at this point. So so my other question about being a DJ, which it's a lot, man. It's a mm-hmm. it's a huge responsibility, and and I give yeah. all DJs credit. I don't care if you're DJing a, a goddamn elementary school <laughs> uh, fundraiser or if you're DJing you know summer jam. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's you're controlling the vibe. Um, so I also want to ask about, do you feel pressure sometimes? And maybe you can answer this too, bro, where you feel like you have to be the all knowing when it comes to music, right? Like they're looking to you like, man, you better play all the updated shit. You better make sure you don't play no old shit. Like, you know, like how does that, how do you deal with that? And is it pressure? Because I feel like, um, you know, a lot of times that can get in the way of, of kind of the impact you can have. Right. Yeah. Um, And how much music do you have to listen to, to, to stay up to date? Right. So, uh, I think that's where Seattle's a positive, right? Mm. Seattle's very, very late on music, you know? So coming from Dallas, like I'm, I'm getting music all the time. Uh, shout out to my chapter, uh, Crimson City Noops, like all the time they're giving me music. Right. So in Dallas, I might be late, but in Seattle, I'm at least four months early, you know? <laughs> so being in Seattle, like, I actually feel like I have no problem. So it's problem. a regional thing, too. Yeah, it's definitely a regional thing. Um, but in Texas, if I go home and DJ uh, back home, like, I have to literally do a download, make sure that I have all the current songs. Like, I got to go go to a 
club probably the night before and go see what they're playing, you know, mm. to make sure that I really understand how songs flow and what songs people really react. So you to. really about that shit. Man. Oh yeah, you gotta see, learn. That's the thing, man. It's research. Yeah, you, know? you gotta really, you really gotta get out there. Yeah, man. you really got it. That shit takes hours, bro, and you won't even notice. Like yeah. hours are going by yeah. when you're yeah. looking for music. Yeah. And, that, and that's yeah. why I, I think I, I love that you're sharing the process. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what that's what it's about, right? Um, obviously, you don't do this shit for free. We know that, right? right, right. We, know, <laughs> we know you're making money off this, but. Um, the process, right? Like yeah. the craft, that's what's most important, man. Mm -hmm. with, with whatever industry you're working in, how committed are you to making sure you can progress in your craft, right? Yes. Um, yes. Now, speaking of, you know, the business side, what, what was that first, the, like the biggest gig to you like? Like that one gig where you were like, oh, shit. Hold on, let me go in the back and get myself together yeah, <laughs> before yeah, I yeah, jump yeah. out here, and, you know, yeah, yeah. turn this shit up. Um, the biggest gig I've ever done was, was five thousand people at Gasworks Park, right? Mm. Um, and I, I didn't even know that five thousand people could congregate yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, more so, um, it was not uh, predominantly African American, which is my target audience as a DJ, right? Mm. So I was like, I was questioning myself i'm like I don't, i'm not a top 40 dj i don't know top 40 music mm. um i don't even know if i should have accepted this gig mm -hmm. and then i went out there and i was like you know what i'm gonna play hip-hop because that's what i know mm -hmm. right and just to see you know like all these um asian faces and white faces mm -hmm. and everybody else like enjoying the music and enjoying the culture just as much as i feel like an african-american crowd would um it made my day and then the paycheck on it you know yeah, made me even yeah. happier right uh but it was really, really awesome to know that hip-hop is now starting to transcend culture, like just the African-American culture, right? Yeah. Um, I wholeheartedly believe, and even uh, the Billboard Top 100 now claims hip-hop is the number one most popular genre in the world. I so. think it's yeah. been. Yeah, they think, just yeah. now want to... They're just not accepting Yeah, it. they just yeah, now yeah, want to yeah. put it on Front Street, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hip-hop been running this shit for some years yes, now, yes, bro. Yes, 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 yes. Um, no, nah, that's real, though. What are like some of the challenges, though? Like, like as a DJ, you face that like the normal person wouldn't know. Um, I think there's uh there's based on where you're DJing at, mm -hmm. um, like if in Seattle, right? Uh, I think if you play uh, West Coast like Bay music, you're yeah. accepted. You know, like yeah. I had never heard Mac Dre Thizzle dance before I moved here, right? Wow, um, I had never listened to E40 before. <laughs> that's I moved that's part here. of the start of that. You know, you gotta have YG. Uh, you broke. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's all yeah, these songs yeah, yeah. that I never heard a day in my life, that's right? Crazy. Um, so whenever I moved to Seattle, it's like okay, I need to learn culturally what's acceptable here, what those songs are and then there's some songs I can't play out here like Chief Keith Finito where I can play anywhere else in the world mm. and be the livest mm -hmm. but here it's just it's just a regular it's a, song it's a handful yeah, of people yeah. that'll rock exactly with it. you yeah. know so um, there were a lot of culture shocks at the beginning that I had to get used to and then now I learned whenever I travel to all the different places across the country I need to get in contact with somebody that's there that's local that can tell me mm. hey these are the top songs right now in yeah. this city you yeah. know in chicago or in houston or in um baltimore yeah. wherever i may be yeah. these are the top songs so this is what you need to play and then still infuse it with what i would normally do anyway so that's do you I mean. ever try to like mix it though like you know how you said the first time you came here is when you heard mac drake thizzle dance mm -hmm. would you ever take that like back to dallas if he was doing it no 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 i get kicked off the stage i get kicked off the stage there's just certain things you don't do there's do's and don'ts you right know, yeah, but yeah, if, yeah. i'm saying if a certain song you're like damn this shit's really you know right re so really popping um i think there's a time and a place for everything right yeah. so even here in seattle like i play a lot of dallas music but I play it before the club really gets going, right? Oh, yeah. um, you know, people start showing up at about 12.30. So mm -hmm. up until 12.30, I'm going to play a lot of new music that I know Seattle just doesn't know, mm -hmm. right? So if you're in the club, you're vibing, you're chilling, you're hearing all this stuff, yeah. it's like, cool. That's but right. I know once... 12.30 hits, people have actually paid for a service. Yeah, so it's right. no longer the time to put them on music, but now it's time to turn them up. You yeah, know, so I'm going to yeah. do exactly what, I, what you yeah. paid me to do. That's real. And we're That's real. Sometimes you got to 
That's a See? great way to fill it that's out. What it is. <laughs> that's a great way. Yo, you're, you're, you're a very um, civilized DJ, yeah, bro. Because yeah, yeah. there's some DJs out there, man, that really... The ego, man, that egomaniac shit where it's like, I'm going to play what I want to play. I'm not paying attention to the crowd. I don't care what you want to hear. I'm playing my playlist, right? Yeah, nah, and that And that shit, dog, that's you the feel worst, that. Bro. As an as <laughs> audience time, member, you yeah. feel that shit, man. And, you know, I, I've had my fair share of, you know, back and forth with DJs. Yeah, you know what I'm literally, saying? bro. There are times where DJs are just like this the yeah, whole time. Heads down. Yeah. I'm in the VIP section. <laughs> <laughs> you know, switch, uh, so one thing I do, um, and for anybody that's uh, interested, you know, in DJing that's listening, um, I turn off my music quite frequently. Um, so as I'm DJing in the middle of the club, my true real life reaction is when I turn the music and the crowd is still rapping the song mm -hmm. that I was just playing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if the crowd is still rapping, that means they're engaged. That mm -hmm. means that they're feeling the music, right? Yeah. If I drop the music and I don't hear any responses, like um, like let's say I'm playing, um, I don't know, uh, walk it like I talk it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if the crowd doesn't say back, walk it like yeah. I talk it, and it's quiet, that means I need to change the song immediately, right? <laughs> yeah, um, pay attention to the I believe science. in live feedback, you know, yeah, and so I, I utilize that a lot. That's real. No, that's real. Um, that's you also touched on something about, so that first gig you did at Gasworks, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like you can oftentimes find yourself in that dilemma where am I going to compromise my integrity, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, I only know hip-hop. I'm not going to go over here and try to play no Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus shit. <laughs> you know, like, that's just not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, have you been in a situation where maybe you did have to tone it down or scale it back and it was okay to do it first? Like, say a corporate event, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure you can't play no Chief Keef Nito at a corporate event. No, right? you just got to play the clean version. You, play the <laughs> <laughs> you just got to play the clean version, you know? Uh, um, no, no, no. Like, wholeheartedly, uh, a lot of times, I, I think because I'm not in it for the money, mm. I'm able to turn down events. That's a powerful um, message. I believe that a lot of times, if it doesn't match my brand or what I want to do, it's not the event for me. And mm. I'm okay walking mm -hmm. away from that, right? Um, and then if I feel like it can help benefit my brand or I can really bring something to the table, then I'm willing to have that conversation. So mm. I do, I've do. i done a bunch of weddings, right? And for them, a lot of times, it's clean music only. Yeah. And so like those things, you know, you scale back a little yeah, cause bit, Because you got right? kids there, too. Exactly. You got kids there. You yeah. know, and so you think about what you play. Um, and if it's a mixed crowd, sometimes I'll say, no, nah, I don't think that's the event for me. And other times, I'll be like, oh, I can handle that, depending on location, depending on mm -hmm. what it is. Um, you know, and... Again, I just don't know pop music. So if that's what you're expecting, mm. then I'm just probably not the best person for that. And let stick me recommend to, somebody stick for Stick to you. what you know. You know, because the, the, the truth is there's always going to be one person that's never heard you before. And if you do a bad job for that one person, you've lost one customer, you know? Mm, so yeah. for me, my brand is more important than any of that, you know, than, you know, six or $700 yeah. a night. Yes. Like, my brand yes. is preserved that. Yes, please, please preach that because, again, man, I think brand integrity is the biggest thing, man. That's something I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in. Yeah. Right, like your brand is the most powerful thing you have, right? Period. Like, I, I agree. I <laughs> you know agree. what I'm saying? Like, you got a blank T-shirt, you put an Apple logo on it, bam, price just went up. Yeah, yep, for a yep. reason. There's there's an emotional attachment to brands. So mm -hmm. I feel like with 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 the DJ Blast brand and then Blastography and everything else you got going, um, you also want to have that level of consistency where people know who they're dealing with. Yes. Right. Yes. So um, that's dope. Now, <laughs> speaking of the corporate events, yeah. right? Cause I always thought this. I'm like, yo, is this dude's like, is he deliberately trying to get people to wild out in front of their bosses? Like, what's going on? Cause I remember attending. Um, <laughs> I remember attending uh, Zillow. They had the yeah. Zillow Network event. Shout out my guy Ish uh, for for help helping put that together. Bro, I was swag surfing in the Zillow office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was the most like cautious swag surf I've ever done in my life. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, 
how how is that? How is that like getting understanding like yo okay these people are in a professional setting but they want to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so again in corporate settings you have to uh, approach things a little yeah, bit differently, right? Yeah. Um but all in all you you have to understand why you were hired and what you were hired to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um in, in this situation I'm going to take off my engineering hat, take off this program manager hat and put mm-hmm. on this DJ hat mm-hmm. and it's my responsibility to bring energy into this room. Mm-hmm. You know, um and in uh, a lot of these events it, they they actually hired me to bring that like culture to the room, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't mind, you know, turning up a little bit yeah. and, and you do it progressively, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start off with R&B so that yeah. they know that there's culture here. And then <laughs> you go from R&B to like, you know, mainstream hip hop mm-hmm. and then you go into the real stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, it's um, you, you go full on it's at the end, right? Um, and, you know, there's there's certain songs that get people going like that, right? You think of Swag Surf, you think of Oh, Let's Do It, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain songs that can do that for the crowd that'll, that won't take you too far. It's not like a juvenile, yeah, right? But yeah. um, it'll take you exactly where you need to be for a situation like that. Mm. Now, now the 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 Afro beat, the Afro beat wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something you put me onto a little bit because I, it's it's hard, man. It's hard for me to figure out where to go to listen to that stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And um, so you recently put out a mix, right? Yes, sir. Uh, a very very well put together mix. Thank you. Um, and please please correct me if I mispronounce it. I'm not yeah. Nigerian. I'm yeah, assuming yeah, yeah. it's a Nigerian. Is it Orishi Rishi? Orishi Rishi. Orishi yeah. Rishi. See yeah. see. Yeah. see? <laughs> <laughs> I just learned some. Uh, Orishi Rishi is a Davido versus Wizkid. Yeah. Uh, mix. Um, also had some really dope interludes. You had Wale interlude yeah. and. Uh, who else was we on? We had Phil Day. We had uh, shout out to Common Conduct. They got that for us. Common you know? Conduct, um, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we got Wale, was, Phil Day, and then uh, we got Miracoon, which is also part of uh, the Thirty Billion Gang. Okay, okay. So putting that together, how was that? How was I, that? It was dope. Um, whenever I first came up with the idea to make the mix, uh, so this is my fifth Orishi Rishi mixtape, right? Okay. So the first four just felt like putting up together a bunch of Nigerian songs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fifth one, I was like, I want to do something special with it. It's number five. I've been doing this for a little while now. Um, and so the two largest Nigerian artists is, you know, uh, Davido and Wizkid. Yeah. And so I was like, how can I? And they don't have any songs together. You know, like, uh, that's as, crazy because yeah. they, they've always had like this random feud between the two of them, Man, right? I hate that, um, bro. Yeah. Why, why do that's, that's a whole other conversation, but um, you know, so I was like, it'd be cool if we put a bunch of Davido songs on Wizkid beats and a bunch of Wizkid songs on Davido mm. beats, right? Um, so I just started listing out songs and I did uh, user studies. I list, I talked to um, about 150 of my friends and I was like, what are your top 10 favorite Wiz songs? What are your top 10 favorite Davido songs, mm. right? Um, and then out of that, I got about you know, like three, four hundred responses, and then I just populated the most listened to songs, and then from there I compiled the list of the uh, um, of the, the track list for the mixtape, and I started mixing from there. Wow, that's crazy, yeah, man. That's crazy. See, I yeah. didn't know all that went into just creating the mix. Yeah. So, uh, wow. I, you know, like my, my background's in business, right? Yeah, I got sure. my degree um, in management information system. So everything I look at, it's literally a matter of target audience um, and then marketing to that audience. Mm-hmm. And so the best way to market to an audience is learning from them first. Mm. You know? So that's just mm. Shout out MIS, bro. MIS, MIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MIS majors in the building. Yeah. Um, common Conduct. Yes, yes. Which, yes. which you alluded to. Alluded to. Um, t- tell us a little bit about that uh, that partnership, right? And, and, and if you can explain kind of how that came about and – and how it's been, you know, beneficial for you in your career currently. Okay, true. Um, so Common Conduct, that's a management team, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Common Conduct has been a blessing and nothing less so mm-hmm. far. Uh, I really, really, the, the relationship was random. Uh, and we're going to talk about this later, I'm sure. But Mosaic is um, an organization that I'm a part of the founding of, right? Yes, sir. Um, and yes, it's sir. to bring a bunch of African-American males together um, in a place that they can be safe and discuss openly about, you know, issues and yes, uh, situations. And um 
randomly one day this tall black dude walks in that I ain't never seen before. Um, his name is Gideon, and I was like, "Oh, what's up?" And he was he was just rapping, like rapping, 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 <laughs> and he just dropped like Wale's name, and I was like, "Wale." What do you mean, Wale? And you know, as a DJ, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it, it opened Music. up my eyes. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I walked over at the end. I was like, "Hey, bro, you know, like I DJ, but I can't get in contact with anybody. You know, what what can we do? What can we do? Yeah. We, we exchanged numbers. We linked up. We talked. And then next thing you know, like we're working together, right? Mm. Um, and it's been all love since then. You know, that it's been five, six months now. You know, and and consistently, like we're growing, we're building. Uh, yeah. I give them a lot of credit in terms of the way I think now. If you looked at my Instagram five, six months ago, it was just about my lifestyle. You know, mm. I was traveling here, traveling there, mm -hmm. doing this and that. And now, like, it's DJ Blast. No mm. questions about it. You know, mm -hmm. you know who I am yeah. or you can tell who I am yeah. and draw inferences just based off of things like that. So I give them a lot of credit. Um, shout out to Common Conduct. That's a team. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. And, and I wanted to bring that up because um, the reason I bring that up, and shout out to Common Conduct but and shout out to, shout out to Gideon, Shay. However you know him. Um, but I do also want to talk about... He has the, the most nicknames. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pick one, all right? <laughs> nah, but um, it's important to have a team behind you, right? Mm -hmm. And I speak I speak from my own personal experience with the up and up, right? And everything we do on our on our platform, on this podcast, is, is what you see on the camera is me and Erm, but there's so many others that are a part of this this movement that we're creating right and it's and none of this can be possible without every single person that's involved right True. so talk about that man for people who are listening and watching who have great ideas who have who want to go out there and do their own thing and they know they're talented enough talk about understanding like yo i may be talented enough but i do need to also get some teammates on the mm -hmm. you know on the roster man you know what I'm saying? It's, it's absolutely necessary yeah right? talk you, about that um you know like you can't you can't move anything by yourself I mean, they always say it takes a village to raise a child right but mm -hmm. it takes a village to raise a company to build a brand to do whatever mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. there's no possible way that i could be anywhere where i am now without all the people surrounding me right mm -hmm. um my best friends i reach out to them all the time about i'm sure they're tired of me you know because consistently i'm like hey bro how do you feel about this or do you think i should do this you know um they, they are probably the most influential people in my life outside of my family mm. you know um and I, I wholeheartedly believe that it's the people around me that push me to do better mm. i think um I, i'll call out po uh, which is my closest friend uh he's he's told me no so many times and i think because of the amount of no's he's given me it's gotten me yeses in other places right um because he would never allow me to put out mediocre work right um i, I call out booby and booby's probably the most not cynical, but everything is not good enough. You mm. know what I'm saying? In his mind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so consistently he gives me feedback, gives me yeah. criticism. Um, you know, I, I literally think of all these people in my life, they're consistently pushing me mm -hmm. to do better, to do more, right? All my LBs, like, yeah, they've yeah, listened yeah. to millions of mixes from me, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, Brian, uh, he's a lawyer, right? That's, yeah. that's one of my closest friends. And, like, he will literally write out paragraphs on, hey, bro, I don't think these BPMs and that, 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 <laughs> means, that means so much, you bro. Know? Yeah. It means so much. Um, so I, I, I appreciate literally everybody in my circle like mo bro like i can literally go on listen yeah, names yeah, and names yeah. and names um but the, the honest truth is there's people around me that i i literally could do anything for because it feels like all the time they're doing stuff for yeah. me. um but it's just love like yeah. I, I think if you have that sort of love around you you're, yeah. you're destined for great yeah i think it's important to recognize that because you know some people might take criticism and just be like man damn again and da da da, da and like don't know how to take it you know mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. the fact you can use that and like people writing paragraphs, like you mm -hmm. said, for you. so you're like, okay, these people are really paying attention, really mm -hmm. want me to they get care. better, you know? Yeah, yeah, they care, that's exactly, real. you know what I mean? So that's real. That's dope, man. That's, yeah, it's important to have. That's one thing we talk about a lot is paying attention to each other in real time. Yes, yes. That's, yes. that's something I'm trying to practice every single day. And it's not easy, right? There's a lot of distractions out here. And it seems like you have a great 
supporting cast who's paying attention mm-hmm. in real time, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, you can have friends that 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 are growing or growing with you or watching you grow. Yeah, right. Yes, that's that's yes, the best yes, way I can describe yes, it. Yes. So um, I'm glad you shared that and, and touched on that because again, you know, we always want someone to watch and listen to these episodes and be able to pull and understand like what it takes, man. People see your Instagram, they're like, oh man, he's popping, man. He's doing it, he's doing his thing, but they don't know what goes into it. And that's what's the most that's that's what's most important. You know, um just For to real. equally build on that. Just one yeah, statement. Go ahead, go ahead. You can be you can have that cast around you, mm-hmm. but make sure you're equally in their cast as well. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people yeah. miss the road. Like it's a it's a two way street. Mm. Um I, and I feel like even myself, I messed up in that area like a lot growing up, right? You know, um, and so like now consistently it's on the back of my mind, how can I help you? You know, mm-hmm. and what? How can I be that friend for you? So. Giving, giving—that's I see giving as um, it's a way of life. Yes, yes. It's not a strategy. And if you guys want to go read a dope book, go read the Go Giver. It's a really good book. Talks about that. Um, and I think that's something that we all should practice anyway. You know what I mean? Like, who cares about the return? Yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah, get yeah. it. The universe gonna give it to you. How how you gonna get it? You One know? way or another. One you know what I'm saying? Another. So just just do 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 right by your people, man. And you know, man, that's dope. That's dope. People need to hear that. People need to hear this. Um, now you touched on mosaic. Um, can you? So you explain kind of what it is, but how did that come about? You mean I know it's not just you and yeah. So um, Booby, Mo, myself. Yeah. Right? Shout out. To, um, shout out to them. Shout out yeah, to the team, man. Uh, again, if you notice, like those are still also some of my closest friends. Yes, right? sir. Um, the three of us. Uh, th- there was originally like a conversation that happened uh, that we needed to sit down and you know start having brunches to learn from each other and talk to each other. Um, and that grew into a bigger idea. We need to start inviting people to these brunches and having conversations mm. that aren't typically talked about. We've talked about things from mental health to physical health to financial stability to buying property um, mm-hmm. to the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people are like, why are, why are men talking about the Me Too mm-hmm. movement? But we realize that women aren't raping themselves. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, so what, what are right. we going to do as black men yeah. to stop this from happening? Yeah. How can we hold each other accountable? How can we have deeper conversations? Um, and, you know, the crazy thing about it, if you ask Booby or Mo, I'm the most cynical about Mosaic because, like, I'm so risk adverse as a person, mm. you know, and they're, they're pushing the buck, pushing the bill. They're pushing me to be better every single yeah, day. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, 2019, you're about to see a lot coming from the organization. Yeah. Um, so look out for the Instagram, look out for the website, I'm excited. look out for everything. It's, it's no, no, good. I'm excited. And it's important, yeah. man. It's important that you just are doing something like that. That can be a representation, right? Like the attempt. I always, we always say this, the attempt mm-hmm. in itself is a win sometimes. Exactly. exactly. You know, as long as you're trying, I feel like a lot of people don't try. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's the problem. Just jump. Yeah. Just, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Yeah, it ain't going to be perfect. Just, I mean, checks over structure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Kanye going to tweet at you, bro. Don't get Kanye to tweet at you, bro. Nah, I think it's important because those are, like, probably some subjects that, like, people won't even talk about yeah. ever yeah. they weren't put in that situation. Yeah, to they'll where, think you know, about They're thinking like, about it, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it. I think that's, like, that's this is good, bro. It's a good – it's a service in a way. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, to yeah, where it's, like, sure. you can get out there and be like, all right, you know, who thinks the same way? What other, you get other ideas and stuff, you know, so – yeah. Yeah, bro. I commend you guys for that. For I real. appreciate seriously, it. Seriously, man. Seriously, man. Anything we could do, let us know, man. Oh, for sure. Right, anything for sure, we could do, let sure. us know. Um, now, man, we could we could talk about a lot. We could talk. We could keep going, man. Okay. <laughs> um, no, nah, because I do also want to talk about some things you got coming on the horizon as well. Okay. Um, you know, I know you're a busy guy, but before we do that, uh, we also want you to tell tell us like maybe what's the craziest craziest story or moment you had whether it's is it's djing a festival a corporate event what <laughs> what's the most bizarre shit you've seen uh 
think <laughs> you know I'm a, I, shit, just, I don't know. I just, I just want to know, man. Um, all, all them experiences, man. I don't really see too much bizarre stuff. Um, I think maybe because I myself am, am focused. Like I'm like mm. so in a lot of situations. So I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't. Okay. So I, I end up missing pre games. And okay. I feel like everything happens at the pre game. I right? should have known that. <laughs> I did do my you research. Know, uh, um, you know, I feel like uh, a lot of crazy things don't. I'm, I'm just never in the room, you okay, know. Okay, um, okay. Either because I'm at the venue early or whatever's happening. Yeah, he, got, so. he got his alibi on point. Right, 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 right. right. You know, <laughs> um, never gonna get locked I, up. <laughs> I am a faithful black man. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 no. The truth yeah, is, yeah. like, I don't. I, nine times out of ten, like, I'm kicking it. You know, like, yeah, yeah, I'm. For sure. uh, I'm all about good vibes and good people. Yes, so sir. nine times out of ten, I'm just not in the situation where I'm. Well, what's, a, what's, a, what's one of the most positive dope? <laughs> um, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I remember the day I found out I was going to DJ for Pitbull. Uh, mm. Yeah, I remember I was in uh, Pittsburgh, um, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, and I was sitting with one of my friends, and uh, she sat me down, and we were there for NSBE, National Society of Black Engineers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was there on Microsoft's behalf, and you know, trying to recruit new students, and uh, she was like, "Hey, uh, do you have a second to talk?" And I was like, "What's up? <laughs> what do you know? I talk about?" She was like, um, "You know, you know, Microsoft has this concert every year, this, this, and that, um, and um, we think you should be the DJ." I was like, wow. yo, this is like five, six months ahead of time. And yeah. I have to be quiet. Hush, hush. Can't yeah. tell nobody, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's hard. And this is probably some of the biggest news <laughs> I've yeah, ever heard. That's hard. Um, yeah. that's tough. So I remember it was snowing in Nashville. I mean, I, I said Nashville. It was snowing in uh, Pittsburgh. And I'm outside running in the snow. You know, like, <laughs> bro, DJ for Pittsburgh. <laughs> you know? Um, I'm super, super excited because I felt like it was like my first big break, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and things have just been on on the up and up since. So. Quite, hey, I like hey, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See did that. Yeah. <laughs> Wordsmith, man. Um, now, we on what episode was it with Denise, uh, right? With Denise Aguilar. We mm -hmm. talked about the imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I want to ask you this because I'm sure there's a lot of DJs or people in general who get opportunities that they probably didn't expect to get as mm -hmm. soon as they got them. Yeah. And they could, you know, sometimes be questioning themselves. Mm -hmm. Why me? Mm -hmm. Am I fit? Am I fit to do this? Um, did that ever cross your mind? Bro, it crosses my mind all the time. Okay. Um, okay. I think it's it, it's almost inhuman for it to not cross your yeah, mind, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's, uh, I, I watch Michael Todd a lot. He's a, he's a preacher out of um, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And uh, he mentioned that God will only position you where he can provide for you, mm -hmm. right? You know, and so I've just taken it as that. Like, wherever he's putting me in this moment, I'm supposed to be here, you yeah. know? Um, and he's going to figure out how I'm going to learn how to mix all this music in 10 minutes. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's whatever yeah, it yeah. is, wherever I'm supposed feeling. to be, yeah, you know. Um, so I've now come to a point where it's like, if I'm here, I'm supposed to be here, and I know what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. um, I've been given this opportunity for a reason, so let's succeed, let's excel, let's do great. Exactly, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. So <laughs> I, got, I got a question to, uh, probably for, like, our younger okay. Okay. audience. Yeah. You know, because you said you started your company. 16. 16, right? Yeah. yeah. So were you getting, like, any, like uh, – any like pushback or like maybe like older photographers or media companies were looking at you like not taking you seriously like how'd you did so, you get through so you know? what i did actually um at the age of 16 i looked for mentors a lot of the photographers okay. in the dallas area were in their late 20s early 30s yeah so they didn't mind me tagging along with them okay. and being a second shooter for free yeah right um but then people start seeing you and you're taking their pictures sending their like individuals sending their pictures directly to them and then be like then now their birthday's coming up yeah. or now they're whatever whatever other events they could have yeah. are coming up it's like hey do you mind coming out and taking these pictures for us and you do it at a much cheaper rate of course because yeah. you're so much yeah. younger yeah and that was kind of like my way in you okay. know and then i got to college 
and I got real cool with the club promoters. So on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, yeah. you know, I'm taking pictures at the clubs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and again, I was doing it at, at that time for like sixty dollars a night, yeah. you know. So that, nothing, you know. Yeah. Whereas people now are charging two fifty, mm-hmm. three hundred. Yeah. So um, I was again market analysis, right? I was always able to see what other people were charging, come in a little bit lower, but make more money in the end because I was getting more gigs, mm-hmm. more bookings, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I believe you can't overprice yourself. Like just know where what the market is and where you want to enter that market at, and then mm-hmm. know who your audience is. Like if you know nobody in the area can afford a $200 photo shoot, yeah. don't charge $200. Yeah. If you know everybody can afford a $90 photo shoot, maybe charge 85 mm-hmm. and you might get more business. Yeah. 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 I just bring that up just for, you know, the listeners that, that might be like, oh, man, I'm not, you know, the imposter yeah. syndrome. Or they're just yeah. like, oh, I might be too young for this. I don't want to. Yeah. No, no, just start. Yeah, it's real, too, because I feel like, um, I don't know, man, when money's involved, it tends to um, interfere with the creative process. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so I like how you said that. Study Just study the market analysis. Mm-hmm. It makes it, it makes things make more sense when yeah. you start putting your prices out there. Exactly. And you could just focus on the on the, the craft, which yeah, obviously yeah. you still, you got time to put in anyways because exactly. you're just starting out. So don't even focus on that right now. Exactly. Especially not early on. Yeah, early it's too on, early for that. You should be looking to just build your resume. Yeah, you know? yeah. um, and the honest truth is, like, the younger you start, the better. Um, I, I, outside of God, like outside of his forces, I believe one of the reasons I got my job at Microsoft is because I was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they saw that extra because that's on my resume, right? It's not I don't just have my corporate experience; I have my personal experience yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "What do you mean you've owned a company since you were 16? Yeah, Tell me more about that. Yeah. What does that look like? You're yeah. balancing your own books. You're doing your own. You know, like mm-hmm. they're trying to understand yeah. what that looks yeah. like. Because at Microsoft, I essentially run a company on my own too, right? Yeah. Like I, just a smaller part of it. Exactly. You know, so um, a lot of those skills are transferable to different parts of the you know of, of the game of the hustle. Yeah. Yeah, and I think people I think people overthink uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. they yeah. overthink it. <laughs> it's difficult, but it's simple. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think there's a lot that you can't be taught. Yeah, you can't read a textbook or watch a YouTube video and learn it. It's literally thoroughly experienced. Yes, mm-hmm. hands-on yes. experience, yes. and I think yeah. that's the that's the only way you can learn. Exactly. Right. So um, I'm glad you shared that. Now. Um, Anything else on the horizon that people should be looking forward to? Uh, any 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 gigs coming up in the near future that people can pull up to so they can, you know yeah, what I'm saying, swag uh, surf, whatever they're going to do. Right, right, work, right, right. Whatever, um, you, whatever you want them to do because right, right. he's controlling them, right? <laughs> uh, I, the next um, large event that I have here in Seattle uh, is probably going to be my birthday. Um, I throw a charity event for my birthday every year. Okay. Um, we donate uh, to the 234 Project um, in Nigeria, and we donate to the Children's Hospital here in Seattle. Mm, um, that's so um, that's going to be February 2nd, you okay. know, and uh, we'll, I'll, I'll put the information out there. You can follow yeah. me on we Instagram gonna, gonna at OG Blast. We're going to be there. Um, you know, buy a table, buy a section, enjoy yourself. <laughs> um, again, like, all this money is all for charity. Everything is going yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely, yeah. I believe that, you know, once you're, you've been blessed, it's time to be a blessing to other people, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. I want to do my part every year on my birthday to to pay it forward that's dope know, so. that's dope man shout out that's to dope. you for that man and yeah, yeah. you know we'll, we'll be there Easy. we'll be there Easy. it's lit, yeah, yeah, it's lit. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm gonna put in my request not. though there's a couple songs i want you to play oh, true, you know, true, so true, i ain't gonna be true, screaming true. at you yeah. at booth, right? <laughs> um you got anything else that you, uh, you want to yeah, add I mean, on just where people can find you i know you okay. kind of just mentioned it but you know how um, people can book you the best bet you know um is instagram right uh og blast that's my instagram handle that's also my website ogblast.com my twitter is blastography um soundcloud at og blast mm-hmm. uh sure. just reach out you know I'm, yeah. I'm real easy to talk to 
if I don't follow you back, you know, I, I still respond, you know, so don't don't take that as a negative. Uh, yeah, Sliding DM, y'all. Just, <laughs> I, I, I promise I'll follow back. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm down to earth. I'm probably really the easiest person in the world yeah, to talk yeah, to. Yeah. So yes, let's sir. just have a conversation. Let's make something happen. I appreciate sure. that. That's dope. That's dope. Now, I um I I don't know how familiar you are with the show, but we I always close with this. The golden question. Can I just call it that from now on? Yeah, call I'm going to call it the golden call question. It so this is a, it's a question that will sum up you know, a lot that we've talked about today, but also it'll cast what's ahead uh, for you and everything you're doing. So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? Favor. Mm, you um, it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think favor is the word for me. Uh, I wholeheartedly believe. Uh, I know I keep making a lot of religious references, but I, I don't believe that I'm doing anything or I am anything without God. Mm -hmm. um, and I constantly believe that God keeps placing me in places that I need to be. That's real. Um, and that wakes me up every morning. You know what I'm saying? That keeps me going every day. Mm -hmm. uh, it pushes me to hit new heights and to reach new levels. And um, I really just thank God for his work in my life. Mm. Highly favored. Yeah. Highly favored. I think yeah. we all are. Yeah, you, you just gotta realize it. you got to tap into it you really gotta realize it yeah that's real I'm glad you shared that that's yeah. the first time we got favored too so I know that's yeah that's the first that's time yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. usually yeah. When, when someone says a word that we haven't heard we're like oh true but yeah man thank you for thank you for coming to the show man we, we appreciate you this is long overdue yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but again like we talked about before the show timing's everything right yes, and the yes, moment yes. is right uh, but thank you for for everything you're doing, um, for being a representation, uh, for all the work, uh, whether it's Mosaic, whether it's you know just being an entrepreneur, whether it's what you do at Microsoft uh, or whoever else you're impacting. Um, man, we appreciate it, and you know you got our support for always. sure, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate y'all a lot. It's been a blessing being on here. Yeah, man. Um, it's all love. You any, know, any that. shout outs? You want to shout out Texas? Shout Bro, out Texas. Shout, shout out to the egg <laughs> one time. You got Dallas across the chest. You know, shout out to my family. Um, yes, and again, all my closest friends. Uh, I, everybody knows who they are, and I appreciate them from the bottom of my heart. Yes, sir. Um, shout out to you guys for giving me this opportunity. Always, man. Um, it, man. Everybody in Seattle that's ever purchased a DJ Blast ticket, you yes, know, um, thank you. Uh, I, I literally can't go down a list, but every single person that does anything for me, shout out to Common Conduct, shout mm -hmm. out to literally everybody yeah, in the world, yeah, man, that, that that has ever supported me. If you ever, I've owned a clothing line, if you ever bought a t-shirt, if you ever paid for a photog yeah. photograph, yeah. if you ever bought a video from me, yeah. anything, you anything. know, like, I appreciate you, I love you. Um, oh, big shout outs, uh, DJ Karma, DJ Nightcrawler, DJ Spoon, and Cal mm. Banks. Mm. They laid the foundation for me to learn how to DJ in the mm. first place. Um, shout out to them. So shout out to them for helping me um, start and, and helping me grow every single that's time. That's real. That's real. Man. Show. That's, a, that's, the, that's, a, that's the ultimate <laughs> shout out right there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, much success to you in the future and everything you got going. You know you got you got, you got, you got family right here. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. anytime you need something, just let us know. Um, sure. and, and with that being said, I think it's safe to say. DJ Blast is a member of the Up and Up. Yeah. 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 Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the Up and Up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up.